Hi, guys. Just want to give a huge thanks to Crunch Labs for sponsoring our podcast this week. Did you know Crunch Labs' goal is to show kids how to think like an engineer? They've got awesome build boxes where you get a STEM subscription and a really cool build-it-yourself toy arrives in the mail. Not just that, but they've got another fun-filled summer planned with Camp Crunch Labs. The best part is there's no sunscreen required. After you sign up, you'll get 12 build-it-yourself toys in the mail, each box shipped weekly. And you'll get access to exclusive Mark Rober videos, as well as weekly challenges. With Camp Crunch Labs, your kids will be learning and having fun all summer long. They can also participate in six challenges. And if you post to social media, Mark will choose one lucky winner who will get to visit Crunch Labs and be in the final video of the summer with Mark himself. That's pretty cool. Thanks to Camp Crunch Labs, we've got plenty to do this summer. It's such a bonus to have something so fun while learning at the same time. Don't forget, camp starts in June, so join soon. Make this summer your least boring summer ever and get Crunch Labs. Go to crunchlabs.com slash granny to sign your kids up for Camp Crunch Labs today. Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free, games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. With the help of a very special boy called Leo, we have a new story for you tonight. Once upon a time, there lived a polar bear called Preston. He had white fur and big paws. His mother, Penelope, taught him everything. Preston was quite a cheerful polar bear. He had many friends and was always kind to everyone. He and his mother had been staying near the town of Churchill. That's in Manitoba, Canada. A lovely small town... Churchill sits by the Hudson Bay. The polar bears wait on the shore until the water is frozen enough for them to go out and hunt all winter. He was still small, but he was getting older and he was too big to be in a den with his mother any longer. The ice had just started to freeze and Preston could not wait, but he didn't want to hunt He wanted to walk across the bay and all the way to the North Pole to see Santa Claus. Mother, why can't I go there? I should like to see Santa myself and maybe I can drive his sleigh. Oh, my darling boy, Santa is busy preparing for Christmas Eve and we belong here with our friends and family. Now, I suppose you are old enough to go where you like, but I shouldn't like you to travel too far from here. So, Preston filled his days playing on the ice. One day, he was running about the tundra and heard... Ah! Ow! Preston almost fell over, trying to avoid the small creature he had just almost stepped on. An arctic fox popped its head out of a bush. 
Watch where you're going, it said. Who are you? asked Preston. I am Archer. Hello, Archer. I'm Preston. Glad to meet you. I'd say the same if you hadn't almost squashed me. Well, I didn't mean to. It's just you, you're so tiny and I didn't see you. A laugh came from a tree branch far above their heads. <laughs> hey, who's that? cried Archer. It's Osgood. Ugh, you again. You're so grouchy, Archer. Who is that? Preston whispered to Archer. But before he could answer, Osgood flew down from the tree. He was a gloriously beautiful snowy owl. He landed right on Preston's head. Preston laughed heartily. Osgood chuckled. Then he jumped down. What are you guys doing? He asked. This guy nearly stepped on me and you were annoying me. Good day. Archer scurried off. Do you want to have a walk with me? Asked Preston. Would love to, um... Preston? Preston? But for me, it's a fly, not a walk. Oh, that sounds lovely. What were you doing anyway? I was playing. There aren't many polar bears my age, so I run about by myself. They walked and talked and walked and talked. And although Archer was quite grumpy... He was also curious. He followed them. Archer seems very unhappy. He growled more than he talked. He's just a little Grinch, that one. Don't pay him any mind. I am not, cried Archer. Preston and Osgood turned to see Archer's head sticking out of the white snow. I am not a Grinch. I just don't have any friends, and I like it that way. Well... We could be your friends, Archer, said Preston. You could? But you're a polar bear and he's, well, he hoots all the time. They all laughed. (laughs) Well, that's all right. You're so small, we can barely see you. Doesn't mean we can't be friends. I suppose so, said Archer. From that moment on, they were the best of friends. Every day they played and went off walking and talking about the North Pole and Santa. I want to pull his sleigh. But that's the reindeer's job, replied Osgood. I know, but just once, how wonderful it would be to help deliver the presents. Mine first, said Hodger. Preston laughed. They walked quite far north that day without even realising it. Guys, it's quite late. I think we ought to turn back. And so they did. But barely did they take three steps when they heard someone crying. Osgood flew about but couldn't see anything. Then Archer and Preston found him. Under a snow-covered tree sat a little elf. He was crying. What's wrong? asked Archer. Osgood landed on a branch. The snow fell and doused the little elf in powder. He cried. He leapt up and shook it off. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't think that much would fall, said Osgood. It's all right, replied the elf. What's your name? asked Preston. I'm Eo. Eo the elf. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Eo. I'm Preston, the polar bear, and this is Archer, the Arctic fox, and Osgood, 
the snowy owl. Hmm, quite snowy indeed. Why were you crying? asked Archer. I've lost my way. I took a walk and before I knew it, I was here and I don't even know which direction I've come from. Keep snowing and covering me tracks, Eo sobbed. Are you from the North Pole? Preston inquired. I am, and Christmas is near, and the children will have no presents if I don't get back. I'm the head present maker, you see, and all the elves will be lost without me, even Santa and Mrs. Claus. He depends on me, and I cannot let them down. And, worst of all, since I got lost, I know they've all stopped working and gone to search for me. Santa will have no presents to deliver. Oh dear, that is a problem. A year without Santa and Christmas presents cannot be, said Preston. No, it cannot. We can help you find your way home, Eo, said Osgood. Yes, hop on my back and we'll be off, Preston told him. You'll really help me? Of course we will. You and Preston will lead on the ground. Osgood will lead from the sky and I'll stay right behind you to be sure no one is following us and to make sure you don't fall off. We'll find a way in no time. Archer assured him. Off to see Santa, Preston said in disbelief. He's pretty great, Eo whispered in his ear. Osgood took flight. That's due north there. Let's go. Hold on, Eo, said Preston. And off they went. They boarded a piece of ice and sailed across the river, then jumped from ice block to ice block until the last one had nothing but open sea ahead. It was smooth sailing from there until a giant octopus popped up out of the water. You shall not pass, he said. We've got to get Eo the elf back to the North Pole and save Christmas. <laughs> save Christmas? Who cares about Christmas? And Santa and all those silly little reindeer. Why, Octopus, you so angry? Eo asked. Santa, he skipped me every year. Never a single present. I may have been naughty, but I didn't deserve coal. All I wanted was a little bell to put on me door so that I know when someone is calling me. Never a single present. So, I say you shall not pass. If you do not let us pass, then all of the little ones in the whole world will not have a present from Santa on Christmas Day. And then they will not believe in him. That just cannot come to pass. So I ask you, Mr. Octopus. My name's Otto. Otto, if I promise to put you on the nice list and I promise that you will have your bell, will you let us through? Hmm. Well, I suppose I can do that. Now, off with you. And Otto let them pass. And soon enough... They were once again on their way. It was smooth sailing for a little while, but then suddenly... Whirlpool ahead! Osgood shouted from the sky. And they began to turn and turn and turn. And it sucked them in. Preston shouted, Grab a hold! Eo and Archer grabbed a hold of Preston's fur. He jumped off the ice and swam away, narrowly avoiding the centre of the whirlpool. Preston swam and swam and swam. And then finally, they reached snowy land. Which way, Osgood? they asked. 
This way, I think. And so they continued their journey. And it was not long until they came upon a giant tree, who did not look at all pleased to see them. What are you doing here? He said with a booming voice. Who rouses me from my slumber? We are going to the North Pole. We did not mean to wake you, said Preston. Suddenly, the ground began to shake and the tree opened up. Inside, a whole world was revealed. Trees and squirrels and chipmunks and rabbits and treasure. And the earth fell into the tree and so did Preston and his friends. It was a maze and they were in the centre of it. They followed Osgood as he flew overhead and led them to the way out. At the gate, they came upon a giant hound made of fire and water. It had teeth of ice and a tongue of lava. He growled a ferocious growl and Preston dared not go any closer. Osgood swooped down, then shot back up into the air to distract it. He circled around and around and the hound tried to jump and catch him with his teeth. Preston grabbed a vine and lassoed it around the hound's legs. Archer and Eo pulled it tight and when the hound landed, he fell over all tied up. Then they ran and they ran and ran and ran until finally they came upon a beacon. It was made of ice and shined like diamonds in the moonlight. Eo exclaimed, There it is! We made it! And sure enough, Santa, with all his reindeer in tow, was right in front of them. Eo? he cried. You have come home. It's only thanks to me friends that I've made it. I rode all the way on Preston's back. He and Archer and Osgood are mighty warriors. Preston, you saved Christmas, Santa said. Thank you, Santa. But if it weren't for my friends, I would never have been able to do it. I thank you all, said Santa. All of the elves came outside to see the commotion, and when they saw Eo, they began to cheer. Once Eo told everyone of how he lost his way and his journey back, they all shared a meal, and most importantly, some hot chocolate, and then they got to work. They stayed up all night making presents, one after the other after the other, and by the time the sun came and then went again, they were finished. They loaded the presents onto the sleigh. But they were running late. Santa was supposed to leave at sundown, but it was way after that. He needed help to deliver the presents. And so they all helped. Preston was hitched to the front of the sleigh for he was so strong he could help pull it faster. Osgood and Archer helped drop a few packages as well and Eo kept an eye on the list to make sure no child was forgotten. Preston may have broken a few chimneys and knocked over a few Christmas trees 
but they've got a present to every little one in the world. And lastly, they went to find the octopus and Santa gave him a bell. The end. Happy holidays, children. Good night, children. <laughs>